Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Producing this message, joining me as always, my gurus of gambling, my wizards of wagering, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, and Darren the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hi, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Let me remind everyone one more time and then probably 20 more times after that. We're hitting the road, extra points live, Propapalooza in Vegas, Harry, where it all started for you and ended at the same time. All the extra points talent will appear for a meet and greet and a live podcast at the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club Monday, January 9th from 2 to 3.30. And then you come, you stay there and watch the game with us. That'll be fun. The college football championship, extra points live, Propapalooza, Ticketmaster, Vegas.com, January 9th, 2 to 3.30. Before that, the day before, we'll do a watch party at Kimmel Comedy Club. Yes, Sunday, watch all the week 18 games with us from 10 a.m., to 4.30 later that night. Megan Galley's going to be performing. It's all happening. Kimmel Comedy Club, TicketmasterVegas.com. Now, good Lord, good Lord. This happened yesterday. The Mets signed Carlos Correa, 12 Mm. years, $315 million. Oh, man. I don't know, Parley Kid. I know you're laughing about it, and I I don't love this. (laughs) Just like you didn't love it when the Yankees would go overboard, right? You want to do it. Ultimately, you want to win with homegrown talent, right? And then if you can't do that, you want it somewhere in the middle between homegrown and free agency. This is out of hand. I'll I'll take your thoughts on uh, we spent $720 million on five contracts, 850 on eight. But anyway, go ahead. Is there pressure on me? It's so great because now there's no expectations for the Yankees this year, but to make the World Series, there's no... There's no oh. way they can win the World Series. So, oh, all right. It's, yeah. So now, to, you can know, they win Sal, the Subway Series? So you're not going to well, be let's mad. Face, let's face the it. The Mets Sal, win you four straight. Now yeah. That you have to win it this year. You have to, right? That's, you have to say, yes, we, we, you're going to be the favorite, but you should be the overwhelming favorite. This, this is out of control. And look, the Correa signing, it's an absolutely terrible contract. <laughs> It is the it, I, I thought when the Giants gave it was even worse. What if he and can't pass the, the physical? Is it is it terrible? Then yeah, well, that, too? that that make that might make this one even worse technically <laughs> if he has some type of injury. Because let's face it, he's good for one to two mm. stints on the uh, uh, injured reserve list mm-hmm. every year. I mean, look, he had a cute little season last year: twenty four mm. doubles, twenty two home runs, two ninety average, sixty sixty one RBIs. Oh. Wow. This guy's worth about half of this contract. Could have gotten Listen. maybe a Swanson, somebody else. I mean, geez, that sounds honestly, this is excessive, but it's fine. It's not my <laughs> money. I'm not paying, I'm not not paying the uh, bloated yeah. ticket prices to go see the Mets play. That's me. So it doesn't bother me at all. If anything, it's good. It takes a little pressure off the all Yankees. Right, I'm glad. All right, it doesn't okay, sound so like you're bothered. So but this I'm good. Is <laughs> an abysmal contract, Sal. Can you can you say that 
You cannot be. Uh, happy first with of all, Wisconsin. I don't. I don't love him, right? I mean, he's an Astro cheater, right? So I don't love that part of it. Way, I, I of course thought that we could do it without. Oh, you're not done. Go ahead, keep going. No, I'm not this guy. <laughs> eight years, 155. He averages less than 20 home runs a season for the yeah. most part, right? He's a good player. Would you put him in the top 20 in baseball? No, no. It's right. listen. We have a friend that pays four hundred dollars for a haircut and has very little hair. Um, yeah, it's excessive. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Oh. But if you could do it, then do it. I, I, that's the thing. And you know what, Paul? Again, I look at our roster. We still don't have Trout. We still don't have Otani. I mean, there's some great players who are on next our team. Year, so relax. We don't have Freddie Freeman. Well, what are I, you going to do with Pete Alonso's contract in a couple of years when I he wants ten him. years? Four hundred million dollars. I think we know right? the answer to that. He's going to weigh four hundred pounds by then. But oh my god! Probably still my give him god. the money. The parlay kid is so upset about money. this. We don't even play you. It's not your money, and we don't play you. Nineteen. I said times that. I this is yeah. this takes all the pressure off the Yankees. Thank you. <laughs> all of it. Yes. I have. This, you, the burden has been lifted. It, it's wow, over. that's great. So you can go 60 over. and 102 and you, you'll be all right. Yeah. Well, the expectation is to make the World Series now, but, you know. Right. Where are you American how can league we wise? For, for, how uh, can we compete with this, this Met team? Well, you're right. Awesome. You just make it to the – aren't you number one, though, in the American League, payroll-wise? You have to be. I mean, that's still a lot of pressure, I think. Yeah, I, I get I said, it. Look, World Series, that's, my, David, that's our pressure. If David beats Goliath with that's a slingshot – this it's is better than launching a nuclear war. I get maybe it. Maybe I'm biased against Correa because he he had a lot. He was kind of negative towards Jeter, I think, at one time, right? He was. Uh, Harry, Harry, you should love him then. Yeah, uh, right. Harry probably loves. Uh, him. I should. I should. But Darren, you're right though. I mean, three hundred fifteen million. Didn't have seventy RBIs. Yeah. Harry, None this, of this makes sense. He's going to play 70. third base. He's going to play third base now. Harry, yeah. For a guy who you look at as an athlete too, right? Correa, I kind of say, oh, he's athletic. He hasn't stolen a base in three <laughs> seasons. Wow. That's something yeah. else. Too. Probably because he's got injury issues or something. And, you know, he's got tight hands. Who knows? Uh-huh. This is a terrible contract. Well, look, if you look over this course of the Mets 13 the Yankees, years, the Mets is, the does Yankees he also have the no trade? No, does yeah. he have the no trade deal in this? Like he was supposed to have in San Francisco? I don't know what this is. I have no well, idea. Let's just say he does or he doesn't. Look. It works out. If you win five World Series over this 13 years, then it's all, it's all, worked, out. It's all worked out. So, good luck. Good luck. I guess I could say the same about Judge because he could have gone somewhere else too, right? I mean, I'd, how many I'd, World Series do you have? I just got to deliver at least two in these next And he's got a bargain with Judge. Well, no, it's, it's not, looks like a it? bargain now, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it yeah. does. It depends if he's going to go five years or seven. Brian, uh, you you could be somewhere in the middle here. I know Darren well, I, is proving that he's not bothered by this. So it's ahead. funny. Let's so I, I hated it because, you know, you're looking at in relation to a judge. I know he's 28 years old, but it feels like he's like it yeah. feels like he's 31, 32. So I didn't like it there. I mean, look, the, the amount per year is not terrible. Um, but the thing is with the Mets, right? You're paying right. all of this money essentially just for a playoff performer, right? Because you, you should you should make the playoffs with the right. roster regardless. This is sure. just supposed to get you over the top. So right. I do think in it's a good – I mean, that's, that's the problem with baseball nowadays. And I do think baseball is going to be in a lot of trouble in like five years 
if, if TV revenue is down or whatever. Um, but I don't it's know funny. If it will be, but yeah, baseball could be though. I don't. I don't know. Baseball. Uh, I'm not sure. But but I, the question I was looking at is like, how much is Cohen worth? Because mm-hmm. how much is he? If he's paying like 480 million dollars this year between the salary and the yeah. payroll tax. tax, yeah. How much is he? He's automatically losing I don't money. Know. Like, what Wouldn't is he this gonna... be funny if he didn't have any money? He did like the Islanders owner from years ago. <laughs> that's, exactly what I, that's exactly <laughs> just, what I was thinking just, about. That. He just like, signs deals. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, his money could go south. You never know a hedge fund guy. Um, Listen, so, to, to the Parlay Kids point about raised ticket prices and the fan is going to have to pay for this. This is why, you know, we didn't give Megan Galley a big contract here. And then now we could keep their tickets down to like $22 once you perform Sunday night at Kimmel Comedy Club uh, right there in Vegas, January 8th. Uh, check it out. Um, all right. Yeah, I'm, I, don't, I don't love it. I, I don't like it. But then again, like I said, um, you know, we don't have last time I checked, we don't have Bryce Harper on our roster. We don't. Well, actually, now we do. I just there's an update we have. We signed Bryce Harper. See, I didn't check. Babyface, what do you think about all this as a Yankee fan? Oh, I'm absolutely with Parlay Kid. Welcome a new, a more eviler empire. I don't know if that's a word. It's mm. uh, the new yeah. eviler empire. And uh, yeah, I, I just you guys are lucky. Madoff isn't managing the money this time, and hopefully the checks clear for these guys. Oh, you know. it's it. How dare you! Oh, oh also, <laughs> also, uh, on related news, Harry also failed his physical. So. He did. <laughs> oh well, this is not good. <laughs> Harry, is this true? I don't know where that came from. I don't. <laughs> I, I, I can figure it out. Well, did you? When was the last time you had a physical, Harry? A year ago. Oh, really? Just what they say? Good things. Good, good things, except too fat. That's all. They said that? They said you're too fat. Well, you know, I said it, and then they said yes. <laughs> <laughs> you made them agree with the statement. All right, listen. Yeah. Uh, we got a game tonight. Jets and Jaguars. It's a pick em on Caesars. 36 is the over-under. It's at MetLife. Jets are home. This was 38, went down to 36. Uh, Supposed to be cold tonight, Parley Kid? It's the it's the wind and the rain that's coming in. So it's actually not going to be really uh, cold tonight. It's just the wind and rain is coming in. I guess it's getting here a little bit quicker mm-hmm. than maybe they anticipated at first. So uh, you're talking about uh, temperatures maybe in mm-hmm. the uh, lower 40s, mid 40s, but winds, you know, up to uh, 20 miles an hour. And some, yep. some rain. So uh, this game almost didn't mean anything, right? If the Cowboys had held on like they should have, damn it. No. Uh, we, the Jaguars would be out. They would be too far behind the Titans, right. really, two games out. Right. And if the Jets, the Jets, I kind of thought that loss to the Lions was a loser leaves town match. We talked about it with Simmons, but then a lot of the AFC teams lost, kept them back in it. Um, Looking at the over-under, there are seven games this week under 40. This one, like I said, dropped from 38 to 36. They're going to expect some cold weather or, or uh, miserable weather, at least. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of betting on either of these teams. I know, Pauly Kid, you like the Jets uh, for the last few weeks. Um, I know. I've, I've done friends that are all over the Jaguars. I know they've been profitable lately, but I'm late to the party. But I can acknowledge that the Jets' defense brings it just about every week. Third in the league in yards per pass attempt defensively tied for fifth yards per carry on the ground. They held to the bills to what? 17 and 20. I like my chances with sauce Gardner on the great Zay Jones. Um, 
you know, this is a 16 against the dealers six. I'm not wild about the Jets offense and Zach Wilson, but I think they can prevent what's going on the other side of the ball. They don't let Trevor Lawrence get hot. They first force a turnover to boring game. So boring that I can't believe we're not doing it on Spotify live tonight, but uh, <laughs> I don't even, I'm trying to look for an edge. Both these teams are afraid of the dark. The Jaguars haven't won on the road in prime time since 2008. It was a wild card game. Steelers Jaguars. Wow. The Jets oh, yeah. have lost seven consecutive games in prime time dating back uh, four years. I'm going to go Jets here. Lawrence two and 13 on the road. I think it's ugly. It's 20 to 13. I like the under Jets win. Keep their playoff chances alive. Parlay kid, you like that 20 to 13 score, right? Yeah. My thing is uh, I would be jumping on a tease here. I like a six point tease uh, take, you know, adding some points to the Jets, have them getting uh, six points. And then also bumping that uh, over under up to 42 would be my ideal scenario here. And I do like the Jets um, because look, we've talked about this before and I know Zach Wilson is if Mike White was quarterback, I think we'd all feel better about this team. Um, <laughs> but this is going to be a sloppy game. This is going to be probably an ugly kind of game tonight. And I'm just going to go with the better defense. I mean, right. And then the weather elements here uh, that the jets are the better defensive team. There was a time in that Dallas game last week mm-hmm. that they they could not, they had no chance of stopping the Cowboys offense. Like the, 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 this Jaguar defense was not scary at all. And I know the Cowboys offense is well above what the Jets offense is, but this Jet defense. And again, I, I'm surprised we're going to hear Harry pick the Jaguars. I think in a little bit here, because this is a team coming off. Right? Harry normally likes team. They're coming off this big emotional win against the Cowboys, right? Very emotional win. The Jets are kind of coming off an emotional loss, but they get to stay home. The Jags travel from nice to miserable. I think that's just the way it's going to be a letdown performance for them. I say the Jets defense gets it done. They were good against the Lions, and Lions yeah. came in hot offensively. That defense was very good. You got to remember, a punt, return punt was one of the scores. They really didn't give up much. I think yep. they do the same to this Jags offense and really stifle it. Jets win something like you're saying, Sal. Like I could see this being, uh, you know, uh, seventeen thirteen. But I'm gonna, I would tease this though if I if, uh, okay. tonight. Jets and the under. So you're getting what? You're getting six and uh, and under forty two. If yeah. you do a six point tease. All right, Harry. Let's hear it. You're going Jaguars, huh? Uh, Darren, I hear what you're saying, but I'm rolling with the hot team here. It's gonna keep rolling with Jacksonville. Like I said last week versus Detroit, the Jets do have a stellar defense. But they have numerous issues on offense. That they're the Jets are just two and five in their last seven, and they've scored more than twenty points uh, in just two of their last eight games. Meanwhile, Jacksonville's four and two in the last six. Lawrence three hundred plus yards passing in three of his last four, and the Jaguars scored seventy six points in the last two games. Receivers are really good to, with this, with, with uh, helping uh, Lawrence out. Three straight weeks for Jacksonville, they've had a different receiver lead that team in in receiving. For, and they've had over 100 yards in all three. A lot at stake here for the Jaguars. A lot for, like Sal mentioned, too, with the other teams losing. Jets still in the playoff hunt, too. But, boy, Jacksonville could still sneak out that South, AFC South. I think that just the offense is too good. And I think they get it done because just the, the Jets can't put points on the board right now. I think Harry has a crush on Trevor Lawrence. He reminds him of... Um... Looks like he could like no. play base, 
bass with the long hair, a bass player, You're right? Stri- striper, one of those terrible bands you liked in the nineties, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He's got, got much it? better, much better hair than Bon Jovi, Harry. Much oh, yeah. better. Oh, I love much bon Jovi better. right now with the gray. Looks fantastic. Silver <laughs> Fox, baby. Silver Fox. Looks oh, great. Boy. All right, Brian, you like the under in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go under. I, I do kind of like uh, the Jets here, too. But the, like you were saying before, weather's going to be brutal tonight in this game. Talking about maybe mm-hmm. a few inches of rain, strong wind, gusts of maybe up to 40 miles per hour. Um, they're, they're kind of lucky that the temperature is not going to be too bad. Um, but I think, you know, you know, I've, I've been a, a backer a little bit of Wilson here, but you know, we saw what Wilson did right in the Patriots game, right? They were, the jets were very cautious in that game. They didn't, everything was short. Uh, they tried running the ball. Everything was short. So I think it's a similar game, right? In those windy conditions. Um, Uh and the Jaguars offense has been good, but this is going to be the best defense they've come across in a while. Um, you know, with the conditions like this, just too hard to predict. So I, I, I'm on the s- same as you guys. I, I think it's 17, 13 Jets, uh-huh. um, unless one of the quarterbacks starts turning the ball over. Um, love the under here. I mean, Al Michaels can't be. Is he doing this game? Does he get to sit some games? He did last year, right? <laughs> Even with NBC, he can't be happy about this in the cold calling a game yeah. that's going to have about two, two and a half touchdowns. If the maybe weather was, maybe, if the weather was good, I would have liked right? this though. Hanukkah, yeah. maybe it's, you know, he takes Hanukkah off, doesn't he? Is that what he does? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not in on the schedule there. All right, uh, let's pick our prop here. Uh, I'll take a page out of Harry's book. By the way, have you read Harry's book? This is the Leaf story. There's so much good stuff in there. No. Uh, <laughs> CJ Mosley, over eight and a half tackles, plus 102. Yeah. He only had five last week against the Lions. Before that, nine or more in four straight. He's had nine or more. In 10 out of 14, really 30 years old and still running around. One of the best tacklers in the game. Defensive game, I think, Mosley uh, gets to nine tackles. It's plus 102. Uh, Kid, the Zay Jones, of course he's going to have under the after the, the week well, he had. You know, that's kind of usually how I like to play these receivers yeah. is off a down week, I like them to go over. Off a big week, I like them to go under. Zay Jones has emerged, though, lately uh, as a uh, – very good weapon. I'm sure the Raiders now might be scratching their heads to uh, mm-hmm. of them just kind of letting him go uh, after uh, having him for a few years. But yeah, he had such a good game, dominated the Cowboys, which was kind of ridiculous uh, last week. So I'm taking him under 51 and a half yards, paying a little bit here at minus 142. But I think that's what you're talking about. Uh, whether it's Sauce Gardner or and company, mm-hmm. that's that secondary is real good. Combined with the elements, I think this plays into a uh, a real easy play here. Say Jones under 51 and a half yards. All right. Harry says, I'll see your minus 142 and raise you 12 <laughs> to minus 154 on a guy who pe- most people, I would say, don't know who it is. And uh, you're urging them to bet Jenkins over five and a half tackles. Guess what? Dallas recognizes who he is after last week. I'm going to take Jags secondary, Rayshon Jenkins. Over five and a half tackles. He's five tackles away from 100. The six-year pro from the U is having his best season as a pro. Had a career game last week versus Dallas with 18 tackles, parlay kid. Two picks, including the pick six game winner. Uh, He's had at least five tackles in 12 straight games and six or more tackles in three of his last four. Jenkins, over five and a half 
tackles against the Jets. You know what? I hope he gets to um, 100. You say he's five away from 100. I hope he gets he to is. 100 tonight and then just like sits the rest. It's like, nah, that's all I wanted. That was my goal. I'm going to get yeah. five more to 100. I'll sit the rest and the Jags, Jags win by 21. I'm good to go there. You will. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what, I see. All right. Yeah. Well, you'll yeah. go. Why? I'll you'll split. lose the. No, but a split is a loss at minus 154. Yeah. You haven't yeah. no, you haven't recognized that. All right, Brian, you like uh, I like this too. Lawrence over 12 and a half yards rushing. Yeah, I thought it should be a little bit higher. I know I probably some of this has to do with he's battling a toe injury, right? But he also mm-hmm. last week was battling the same toe injury. So I assume it's not that right. big of a deal. But he's hit this in five of his last seven, seven of his last ten. And I think in six of those ten, he's gone over 20 yards. I can see the weather. You know, I could see with this weather, them having maybe even some design runs in this game just to pick up some tough yards here. Um, And, you know, this would be one if you could get adjusted lines into the 20s or higher. I would look I would look at those, too. But um, Mm -hmm. over 12 and a half minus 111 is pretty good. All right. Now, first touchdown. By the way, I'm seeing now the Jets have gone to one and a half and 36. Mm -hmm. This happened just as we I swear, right before we started this podcast, it was a pick them now one and a half. Interesting. Did they? Lop Trevor Lawrence's toe off. What happened? <laughs> Why is that so big? Uh, first touchdown scorer, uh, Etienne plus 370, Zonovan Knight plus 480, Christian Kirk plus 675. My god, these names, Zay Jones seven to one. I mean, we recognize them, we watch football every week, we play fantasy, so we know them. But Travis, Travis Etienne, I think, um, Harry Lawrence has more rushing touchdowns than Etienne. I think like Lawrence is four yeah. and Etienne has three. But anyway, he's the favorite at plus 370. I'm taking Zonovan Knight, and it's a plus 550 bet boost on Caesars if you want, plus 480. But look for that bet boost. You can get it at plus 550. I just think it'll be funny because I played Simmons in fantasy, famously beat him uh, last week. Zonovan Knight yeah. was one of his running backs, had like 2.3 points. And so it'll be really great when he scores the first touchdown. He's getting close to 20 touches a game last week was bad as i mentioned but before that between catching passes and running the ball he's getting about 15 uh to hand the ball off he'll get three or four um uh receptions right there or uh targets at least so plus 550 on the bet boost for zonovan knight is my pick for first touchdown uh parlay kid you're going with a bigger long shot here yeah so i gotta make up some ground i i just need to hit one i probably should go with the safer pick but there's no such thing as a safe pick in these uh, in these type of games. So I'll just take really what is the Jets' number two tight end who's coming off a two-touchdown performance just uh-huh. a few days ago and C.J. Uzoma, who is sitting at 23-1 to here. Um, and, uh, again, he's a, he's a big target. Tight ends could come to pl- into play here with the team not wanting to throw downfield too much. Check down City. Uh, and we've seen the backup tight ends or some of these backups players flourish. And CJ Uzoma is a little bit more than a backup too here. So getting him at 23 to one, pretty good value. Why not at this point, Sal, if I could okay. hit it, I, I could salvage somewhat of my uh, losses so far. This right. Year. All right. Let's go. Let's salvage with CJ Uzoma. Uh, all right, Bri, you are going Evan Ingram. I think two weeks ago had a monster game, but didn't, did he figure into that? I, I can't even remember. It's such a blur now. But that Jaguars Cowboys game. He had a good game. I think he had eight catches last in week that too. game. Yeah. yeah, he's he's looked like a new player in the last few weeks. This is a guy who's str- you know struggled to make big catches. You know, drops a lot of balls. But in the last three in the last three games, twenty four receptions, 
32 targets. He also has a touchdown and he has a three touchdowns, I should say, in the last three games. So I uh, thought plus plus eight fifty was a solid number for him because I mean, like I said, thirty two targets in those last last three games is pretty pretty unbelievable. And again, whether I'm looking for maybe short pass um, down in, down inside the ten, so uh, nothing big here in this game. All right, Harry Terry Conklin. No Conklin. Do we know? <laughs> we knew a. No, I know we knew a Terry Conklin, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Scott's buddy, Terry Conklin. That's Harry's. That's Scott's buddy. All right. Then he Scott went, uh, went on Vegas. to move. Uh, I asked about him the other day. He moved on to Missouri. Lived in Missouri, and I don't know what happened. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Yeah. But you, this is not him. This is. Uh, no. I mean, he would be close to fifty years old now, right? This is this sure. is Tyler Conklin. We're we're loading up on the uh, tight ends. Me uh, and the uh, Parley kid mm-hmm. brother Bry. I'm I'm gonna take him at fourteen to one. Uh, I said I'm just going to keep rolling with tight ends here until uh, to play out the string of the season. He had he's had at least seven targets in two of the last three games. Had the first touchdown of the game versus the Pats in October. Take a shot with Conklin at fourteen to one. All right, there you go. Uh, that's it. We got to hit these first touchdown. We got to do it, guys. We can't we can't yeah. half ass it like this. Uh, let's what, come. What's back. no t- What's no touchdown in this game? Ooh, no touchdown with the weather. I'm just, that. I'm just looking at the with the weather. Interesting. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait Brian, a minute. what's our? Do you know our actual number? Sal's been Sal's hit three, three the last three. So do you know what our number is in terms of if we're betting a hundred a unit? Not good. Nah, <laughs> yeah. Harry, it's got to be bad. Uh, <laughs> no touchdown is twenty five to one. Hit nine. Twenty five to one might be worth it here. I mean, if this this over under ends up what like thirty three, thirty two. Could be looking at all field goals. Anyway, uh, all right. That's first touchdown. Uh, Let's take a break and we'll be right back. There are still some over-under wins that are baffling, and we're going to tackle some of those when we come back. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code OMAHAFULL and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, You'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 years plus only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit, $1,250 must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed to Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, so they have um, team over-unders. I mean, they used to just do it. They put it up preseason. That was it. If you got it. You were done. That came off the board. But to Caesar's credit in Vegas, you still have these numbers. It's great. Over under win totals. I wish Eddie Spaghetti was here. Where is he? Is he he's still not well, right? Michael Mikey Meatballs from the Rangers beating them, uh, losing to the Penguins a couple of days ago. He's still he can't get it together. He's still upset. Uh, but if he were here, <laughs> he would agree that the Colts under five and a half wins is the play here. I had to stare at this a while. They're four, nine and one, right? Yeah. So under five and a half means they have to go two and one to beat me mm-hmm. with three, and know, oh, with Nick Foles. I'm not sure if they're tanking like Eddie Spaghetti said, maybe the plan wasn't to go up 33 points and then lose last week, but for God's sakes, now the, the tie doesn't count as a half. Does it? They no. have to get six wins to beat nope. me home for the chargers at the giants. And then you're done. That's it. They're home for the Texans the last game, but I can maybe bet against it. I love this bet, Bri. I like I it. freaking love this. Minus Wait, 105. I was going to say minus 105. Hmm. Really good. It was it was minus 105 before they announced. It doesn't make sense, Sal. I guess it didn't. It doesn't, right? Am I going to get rooked on the tie? No. It still no. has to be wins. No. It's got to be wins. They're four. All right. I'm going to stare at this one more time. Then I'm going to leave it alone. They're four, nine, and one. Correct. Yeah, and this right. like you're saying that doesn't count as four and a half wins, then. right? No. Like no, no. So they have, you have to get six right. wins to beat five and a half. They gotta go. Doesn't they gotta make beat, sense. They gotta beat either the Giants. What's the what's next? What's this week's game? The Chargers. They're they're right. home. So for they the gotta Chargers. beat the Chargers or Giants, right? Right. Doesn't um, make sense. I don't know, man. Doesn't All make right. sense. I'm gonna load up on that. And I'm gonna get mad at Spaghetti when it loses because he said he claims they're tanking for a while now. Um, I, I I just don't see them winning any game after. Well, last they could week, lose. They could definitely two. lose to the Texans. I mean, yeah. geez, the Texans have played so, pretty well the last few. Would you like yeah, this sure. more if um, Matt Ryan was quarterbacking? Uh, I, well, it? it's interesting because it didn't move. The it line did, didn't, right? Oh, the minus one hundred five didn't move. None of it moved. But yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe Foles is going to try a little. I, I still love it. Under five and a half. I, uh, love it. Kid. I love that one, Sal. Amazing. I've been telling you about these Steelers parlay kid. Uh, and there was an adjusted over five and a half, and they got that now. And now it's seven and a half, which was their number. It was their number to, going into the season. And now they fought back to a point where it's seven and a half. What's their record? Are they six and eight? Six and eight. 
Yeah. Okay. Which, which like I'm going to take, I'm taking the Steelers here over seven and a half. But you got to go two mm-hmm. and one here. You know, I would, I would like to think that, you know, the Steelers here uh, are setting their sights on finishing. Unfortunately for Tomlin here, right. He's always been 500 or above. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's got to go three and zero to go above 500. Right. That's, that's some tough sledding, but I think, I don't think Pittsburgh is ever a team to quit. I would say uh, there's still a blue collar team at this time of the year is when the style that they play fits them the best, right? Little Najee Harris uh, pounding the ball here in this cold stealer weather, you know, Vegas is making the trip uh, this week. Um, That could be a a, a real long day for them kind of with, you know, kind of finishing out their season too. So uh, I just think Pittsburgh gets it done late. Unfortunately, I don't think they're going to win three to go above 500 to keep Tomlin's mm. streak alive. But I think they're good enough to win their two home games against Vegas this week and against the Browns in the last week. Because I think they'll play. They're not going to pack anything in uh, the uh, Steelers. They're going to play hard. Trubisky right. quarterbacking, same thing as pick. It really doesn't matter who their quarterback is going to be uh, on these last uh, few weeks. Uh, either. Um, so let's roll with Pittsburgh defensively. Right. They'll be really tough here in these mm-hmm. uh, cold weather. And I think they get the job done. Plus one very money uh, odds here. Four, seven and a half. Very emotional game with the loss of Franco Harris. Very sad. My God. I mean, it was 50 years for the immaculate reception. It was going to be a well, big celebration. And uh, he passes away on uh Isn't that amazing? Wednesday. It, it, yeah. That really is a sad, you know, we haven't had a chance to really talk about it, but um, yeah, the fact that, I would think that there's going to be a lot of emotions running high uh, mm. because of that uh, this week in the fans and in the stadium is going to be a little electric. I right. would think let's win one for Franco against the Raiders here. And, you know, we always remember that immaculate reception, right? And they're playing the, the uh, Raiders who are now coming off an iconic play. Right. That's uh, true. To win a game too. So mm. kind of uh, interesting. Yeah, Raiders emotions run all over the place, so it's impossible to tell. Babyface, what do you think of this? You think the Franco, uh, you know, that that energy plays into a Steelers win this week? I mean, that's the thing with the with the Steelers. There's just as many Franco jerseys in in the stadium as yeah. there were uh, Najee jerseys. Our current players. I mean, when you grow yeah. up, there's two plays in the city of Pittsburgh that you just grow up on. That's one of them, and the, and the Bill Mazeroski home run. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean that that stadium. I think. It was already a meaningful game, and now for sure, even meaning more meaningful. Um, but uh, no, I'll be here in LA. I'm not going home. It's oh, okay. Be six okay. Degrees. Yeah, I'll be here. Yeah, yeah you're, you'll be emotional from your living room. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Damashek. If you look at Damashek, who's a mess about this uh, for obvious reasons, and and maybe because Franco Harris is his biological father. If you've seen pictures of him, yeah. Damashek was experimenting Crazy. with the beard. They look yep. exactly alike. They really do. And I know they met a bunch of. Uh, Times. All right. Uh, Harry over uh, same d- division Browns over seven and a half. What a dirt bag. What a dirt bag pick. This is at minus one for Listen, minus one forty. They're sitting. Well, of course it's minus one forty. Yeah. Um, you don't have to say Watson yeah. is starting to come around, but more than that, the Browns defense over the last month has been playing lights out. They've given up just 14 points a game in their last four. And their schedule mm-hmm. is against three teams who have struggled all season on offense. That's the saints, Washington, and the Steelers, not that difficult of a schedule to win two out of three here. I got the Browns going over seven and a half. So, what? Well, so where are they? So they're they have six right they have now. Six, and they need two. 
Yeah. They have six. They have right. New Orleans, Washington, that's at Washington Pitt. Mm-hmm. All right. I agree with all of it, except the Watson is coming around part. I mean, he had like 160 yards passing. 160 yards, but not too many mistakes. All right. Uh, okay, brother Bry, uh, Giant. You know, Bry, if you like the Giants, you probably like mine too, right? Colts, Colts yeah. under. Oh, I love I yours. Mean, the Giants have to win for the Colts to go under. I really, Gi- yeah. Colts would have to I lose really love the Giants. Yours. It, just, it yeah. seems weird. I don't know why it's. Might as well put it in now before it's like minus yeah, 200. Exactly. I, um, but look, I I love the Giants over nine and a half at plus two ten. Um, look, mm-hmm. I do like, I kind of like them in the game against the Vikings, even though that's plus 175. So I could say you could get plus 175 there, but even if they don't get that home against the Colts, then the following mm-hmm. week, they're playing the Steelers, right? And the Steelers, right. I mean, the Steelers, I said, this says the Eagles, the Eagles, though, we don't, we don't, we think that game's going to mean nothing for them, right? Yeah. That could easily be a game that, I mean, it possibly means something, but I doubt it. Uh, with the Hertz injury, but I'm even at the most, that's a game where Hertz plays half, half, right? Mm-hmm. There's probably no incentive for them other than just to get out of that game healthy. So I do, th- there's a realistic possibility that Giants win all three of these games. Um, mm. But I certainly like them taking two of three here, but, and you're getting plus to win two of three plus two ten, Pretty, yeah, pretty great. Pretty great. When it seems like there's one gimme, I, maybe the Colts will be in that game against the Giants because the Giants just don't, blow anybody out but um then you got to take one of the next two one of yeah one of, i don't know i mean i don't think they'll be an underdog in the last game i don't not not substantial at least right no no matter what the no. cowboys yeah uh with the eagles um uh, all right yeah. um let's do uh there's a couple more odds i want to hit the coach of the year odds boy campbell was like 15 to 1 dan campbell lions coach like two three weeks ago now plus 160 Sirianni minus 170. Sirianni was like minus 350 for the Eagles. I still like him uh, to take the award. I, this shouldn't be the only metric you use, but I think it's a pretty good one. If you look at their preseason projected win totals and then ended up what they to see what they ended up with, like, um, I don't know, like the Lions were, what were they? They were going to be six and a half, right? Yeah, I think six and a half. That was yeah. their projection. So what are they going to go? Nine and eight? probable best case scenario. So that's Mm -hmm. a plus two and a half. The Eagles were nine and a half and they're going to go worst case 14 and three, I think. Right. Right. So that's a plus four and a half, even if they lose two out of the next three, it's not the only metric, like I said, but if the Eagles win 14 games and the division that they weren't supposed to, I think that's more impressive than backing into the playoffs. That's, that would be my logic in picking Sirianni. Uh, Parley kid, you're with me. 100% 100% with you, Sal. Exactly the lot. You're using the correct logic here. Um, for as much as I really don't like Sirianni as the coach of the year, they've had a, a terrific year. I mean, yeah. maybe if Detroit wins out and finishes 10 and 7, uh, you know, I would maybe discuss Campbell, but they might be looking mm-hmm. at more like 9 and 8 or 8 and 9. And that's just not going to get it done in my book uh, for coach of the year. So let's take Sirianni. I think he's still getting decent value at minus 170. Yep. For a team that can might have one or two losses at the end of this season, so so yeah. let's let's take let's take them. Brian, you're with us. I think Harry's the only one disagreeing. Well, look, this was my pick at the beginning of the year, Sirianni. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did I give him out at twenty to one? Or? Yeah, I think you got about twenty. <laughs> I think it was twenty to one. Um, but I I agree hundred percent with you, Sal. I think you have to look at that, right? How what's the team's record, but also how far are they above their win total? And like you said, Sirianni is going to be like five games above that. 
And the thing mm-hmm. is, the Eagles, for the most part, have been dominant. The first halves of these games have been dominant for the most part. And look what what look what Sirianni's done to put Hertz in the in the conversation or right at the top for MVP this season. Right? Nobody saw that coming. A lot. Mm-hmm. I mean. Granted, a lot of that is hurts too, but a lot of that is what Sirianni has done with this offense. So I think he clearly deserves it. I think minus one seventies is pretty much a steal at this point. Bruh, babyface Joel Solomon pointed out you also gave Eagles Bills out for your Super Bowl matchup preseason. What were the odds there? Well, I will say, well, we gave that out. We gave out a team, and then like the exact result. So I think I gave out the Bills to beat the Eagles. I think was eighty to yeah. one. Wow. Yep. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you should be screaming that from mountaintops, although maybe not now, but maybe <laughs> I will say, before the injury. Yeah. I am never going to have the year I had this year. If you look at really? my extra, extra point picks, I'm like 60 games over 500. Yeah. In the EP pool for the NFL right now, I'm like mm-hmm. 40 games over five, uh, whatever I am, 30-something yeah. games. I'm never going to be better than this. This is, there you this, go. Is, this is peak peak brother brother this year. <laughs> well, this is the to support it. You got baby face in your corner. Baby face, right? What else can we hear about that uh, Brother Bry's done? Yeah, I mean, the, you win some, you lose some. The Raiders also made him lose the rest of his hair. Right. So you right. take the good with <laughs> the <laughs> That offset most, you know, that offset oh, plenty the of these Raiders. Wins, so it doesn't matter. Crazy team. I can't wait to see how that Steelers game ends. It's got to be brutal for one team. Uh, all right, Harry, but you do say Campbell plus one. Say, I mean, now is not the time to take him, right? If you if you take him um, – I don't know when you would have taken them, like on Thanksgiving or, or something, even though they lost. I don't know, but plus one sixty uh, at this point. Yeah, maybe like uh, probably as I think probably gets it. Maybe they run the table here, but they are seven and seven. They're six and one in their last seven games, and uh, five losses this season. Five losses by four points or less. Scored thirty one or more in four of the last six games, and at one and six, everybody had him fired. Everybody knew that he was making him out to be the laughing stock of the league. <laughs> Incredible turnaround. Their special teams has made huge plays in crucial times in the past couple of weeks. Uh, and he's always, always said how much faith he has in Jared Goff. Goff's been fantastic, especially second half of the season. And the Lions are right there. Yeah, I don't know which way to go. I mean, you don't want to get blown out in your losses. But if you say he has five losses by four points or less, like, I don't know if that helps. Does that help a coach part like it? Like, oh, this guy's great. Every game he loses is by a field it's, goal. It's well, still the Lions, and he still has turned <laughs> no, it on. I know. I'm just. I agree I, with that. But he also yeah. suffered, you know, a lot of losses last year, too, by the same amount. Same so thing. Yeah. That, yeah. I think finally it's starting to turn the corner for him. But mm-hmm. um, I don't, not enough to get him this award, Sal. So. Yeah, I think the Lions may have to win out for you to win that award. Yes, like like saying. like the Parlay kid said, where the Eagles have a lot of wiggle room here. Um, yeah. I think. I don't know. Uh, all right, let's do one more. Comeback player of the year. We haven't really touched on this in a while. Geno Smith plus 110, Christian McCaffrey plus 175, and Harry, as he mentioned, Jared Goff plus 260. But Harry, so now you're taking McCaffrey but not Goff after going off about how Goff has brought this team back? Yeah, I'm still going to go McCaffrey because uh... – He's been getting better every week since he's been a Niner. Six or more receptions a game in seven of his uh, last 11 games. 140 yards combined in three straight weeks. Four touchdowns in the last uh, three weeks. Two rushing, two receiving. You can do it all. Um, uh, teammates rely on him to get drives going. Uh, had a season-high 32 touches versus Seattle on Thursday. He's been fantastic for this team. I'm taking McCaffrey. It's funny. Like uh, Saquon is way down on the board now, right? I mean, he was. 
Brian, he had the lead, right, in this? I mean, he and Gino oh, yeah. would go back and forth, but he's 20 to one now. Yeah. Uh, and uh, meanwhile, the Giants are in just as good a shape as like Goff or anybody, uh, some of these other guys. Um, you're going, uh, sorry, you're going, you're going Gino though, Brian. Yeah, I think, look, I think Gino deserves this, right? Even if they don't make the playoffs, I, I, I one of my bad predictions this year is I thought Seattle was going to be the worst team in the league. Um, uh-huh. And and at that point in time, we thought the QBs were laughable, right? Between Geno Smith and Locke. Uh-huh. But Geno's numbers are phenomenal this year, right? He's going to put up close to 4,400 yards, maybe more, over 30 touchdown passes he'll probably get to. His completion percentage is still, it's 71% still. And he has a QB rating of 105.3. So this is yeah. a guy you thought was, would never, you know, he was just going to be a career backup, right? And he's, He's put in a he's put in a really good season for them. Kind of, uh, he's put in. Uh, he was a laughing stock too, Brian, right before the season. Well, he was a laughing stock. Oh, he was. Yeah. He was. No, for sure. He was so talking. That's why. That's why, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. why I think he more so than the others. <laughs> I mean, you sure. could say the same thing with. I mean, Gino and Goff are similar. I just think Gino's more came out of nowhere than so. Yeah, I think he was definitely the first half comeback player of the year. Oh, yeah. I, I got to go with McCaffrey. Yeah. I, have to, I have to agree with Harry here. The, the, the narrative has to count a little, right? So if people think San Francisco, even though it's a regular season award, if people think they can make it to the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy, it's only because of the defense and Christian McCaffrey, right? I mean, Harry mm-hmm. read the numbers to you. Seven touchdowns since coming over. Over 100 yards combined in 10 of his last 13 games. Um, I would give it to McCaffrey plus 175. Not a lot of value that. There, Parley Kid. Surprisingly, you're going with Goff here. Yeah, look, I, I kind of wavered with all these picks. I don't think you can go, go wrong with any of them, uh, especially these three guys in the top three. Uh, I'm going to ride with Goff because I think the media narrative right now on Goff might be favorable for him in terms of uh-huh. <laughs> what their narrative now is on Goff, and it's it's the right narrative. He left L.A., uh-huh. was traded right to come to Detroit. Like basically, you're going from a team that had reached the Super Bowl, right, with you right. as a quarterback, playing in a you know a city like L.A. with their market there, to Detroit, which uh, is you know it's it's a blue collar city with a football team that has been struggling for so long, mm-hmm. and that Goff never complained about it, right? He just went about his business. He really did, and he's really helped elevate this team. The Lions are becoming relevant again with Goff as their quarterback. This is the narrative on him, and uh, I think he's getting a lot of praise for that just because he never complained. He just did it, and he's he's never played better in the NFL. Yeah. So I'm rooting for Goff to win this award, so I think he deserves it here. That would be fun. I'm looking at his, I think Jen Piacenti said it on waiver wired yesterday. He has 24, 23 touchdowns this right. year. How many do you think are on the road? Oh, it's well, the any. obviously right. it's gotta be something higher than what would you think? Like 17? No, 15. No, Bry's right. It's three. Yeah. He has oh, 20 oh, at on home the road. Oh, I, I thought you would very strange the other direction. No. So uh, I know I, I fool you. I, I, I do a little zigzag on you there. Yeah. No, that, yeah. I mean, so they're at Carolina this week. I just, uh, I like to see him do, put up good numbers on in this game. Right. Then, I mean, obviously his, his, his uh, odds will go down lower, but this is a, that was a weird split. I thought 20 to three home uh, versus road touchdowns. Wow. Um, all right. Uh, let's take another break and then we'll be right back. 
All right, we're back. Uh, before we sign off, uh, Babyface, is this real? Harry wanted to apologize to some of the athletes in the, in the spirit of Christmas and, and uh, to all acquaintance be forgot, that kind of stuff? Sal, I couldn't believe this either because, uh, well, one, that Harry actually called me and figured that out. But, uh, yeah, he has an apology. It's the end of the year. He's, you know, checking his list. And, uh, Harry, I, I don't know what this is about, but take it away. Go ahead, Harry. Look, I'm right with a lot of my stuff that I do say. My picks have been fantastic over the last two years. Stop but, right there. <laughs> but, but I will say that Justin Fields, I mean, I was he was bad. He was bad to start the season. And what he's done in the second half of the season, plus he's been playing hurt, has really been remarkable. I mean, the last six games played, he does have 10 passing touchdowns to four picks. And in the Bears' 10 losses, they've lost only two by double digits where he's been the We know this. We know this. We were trying to convince you about all but this. But that's also having – it's also the second half with having a clueless defense once Roquan Smith got traded to Baltimore. But what? this is a guy where I didn't think he could overall – You didn't think he could play the because position. Because of his legs. Uh, he's gonna, teams are going to catch up and going to figure it out. But this guy has – a thousand rushing yards. Some apology. Kids are going to catch up to him. Yeah. Seven. No, it's, they said, I thought they were. They haven't been able to. Oh, Seven see. yards okay. a carry. Uh, and he's the best rushing quarterback in the league. And whether it's a design play for him, whether it's mm-hmm. a broken play and he does a stutter step, before you know it, he's 50 yards downfield. Harry, and we know. the game, even with a we, terrible defense. Well, I'm apologizing to Fields okay. because right. he's the best rushing quarterback in the league. He's even better than Lamar now. He's had games of 147, <laughs> 178. Lamar's best he's ever had in, in his career. He's mm-hmm. had one game over 125. And Fields has done it this year with back-to-back games of 147, 178. He can't win games with his legs. I apologize. <laughs> he's a lot better than I thought. Get down on your knees and, and, and beg for forgiveness. <laughs> no, that'll take too long. Please. <laughs> hey, listen. I, I'm that'll giving take it too long. Fields. He's on, uh, on a bad team. He's kept them in ball games, and they're right. pretty good. You know, again, Fields can't be the only person and, that Harris should be apologizing to. He's got. He must have a list of people that he. Yeah, I know. This is to. like the Tiger Woods you guys, apology you guys, here. I don't you know. You guys need to uh, apologize to Kirk Cousins, which you won't do, but that's okay. No. Oh no, no, no. We got we got time for that, Babyface. Mm-hmm. You should apologize for suggesting this as a segment here. If you want. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what that was about, but I'm right. listen. I will see you in Vegas. I can't wait to see Harry and he well, will apologize it? to us in person. We have like 19 <laughs> days. All right. Uh, that's going to do it. We got to get out of here. Another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.